Hello and welcome. This is Social Studies, Voices from Across America. I'm Bill Wood. And I am Peter Goldsmith. This week we're going to talk about something entirely different, about health care costs. Now I know that's a hot button issue for everyone, and everyone has an opinion, but we're going to take another look at this all together. First, Americans pay $3.4 trillion a year for medical care. That's trillion with a T. Average annual health care costs per person surpassed $10,000 in 2016. And now it's for comparison, in 1960, the average cost per person was only $146. Adjusting for inflation, that means costs are nine times higher now than they were then, less than 60 years ago, a couple of generations. Those are staggering numbers, Peter. They certainly are, Bill, and you know, there are ways around those numbers, and for many of us who have lived that lifestyle, they are perhaps even better. Let me give you an idea what I mean. Uh, a while back, I was uh, with a physician in North Carolina where I live. Again, by the way, I'm in your holy city of Los Angeles. Uh, can't wait to get back home, but we'll leave that alone as a side. And my son is an acupuncturist, and he said, oh, your son is an alternative practitioner. I said, no, he is an orthodox practitioner. You are the alternative to that. Allopathic medicine is 200 years old, whereas Eastern slash uh, alternative, what we call now medicine, is 1,000 years old. So the shoe should be on the other foot. And today, Bill, we're going to talk to two very interesting guys. Uh, one of them is Dr. Eric. Dr. Eric is a practitioner here in Los Angeles. He's a chiropractor, very well known, very well respected. And the other one is the budding genius uh, we call him Dr. Christo, and as you know, Bill, we're all laughing in the room. He happens to be my son. So let me get that out right but away. Let me, let me get that out right away. So let me, let, me, let me start with Dr. Eric here. Give me an idea of the basic history of chiropractic. Uh, chiropractic was started by this man named B.J. Palmer, who, as it said, was um, he was an evangelical healer. And one day the janitor came in and, and he was always very hard of hearing, couldn't really hear much. And he pushed something in his back and all of a sudden he could hear the clack of wagon wheels in the street. <laughs> and chiropractic was born and B.J. Palmer really thought that there was something to this. And, um, and uh, he uh, started to really preach it and start to teach it to other people. And they started to realize that if you... if you, uh, the spine is, the body is controlled by the nervous system. And if the nerves are impinged in some way or blocked in some way, then you're not getting the full signal to the rest of the body. And therefore, it's like a hose. If you bend the hose, then all the water doesn't come out. So if we can keep the spine in the line, because that's where all the nerves exit, then you'll have full function of your body, whatever your full function is, 100%. And that was the basic history of how chiropractic started in the form of modern medicine today. Now it goes back, there's even pictures of the Egyptians doing chiropractic adjustments, all that sort of thing. But that's really the basis of how it all started. Okay, thanks. What is your personal philosophy because I'm really interested in the philosophy of what we do, whatever our job is. What is your personal philosophy about chiropractic? Um, I think that the structure of the body has to be in alignment 
and has to be an important piece that's addressed when you're trying to heal the body and also keep it functioning. If your body, your body's like an accordion and everything moves. If one piece goes out of alignment, then it's stuck and you don't have that full function and full ability of your body. In this particular office, and we're kind of definitely uh, way ahead of the curve, I think, in a lot of what we do because we're looking at the whole body. When you injure yourself, your body creates these compensations and so that you can still function. Then as it heals, the compensations stay, and then you go, oh, my lower back comes again, and then you go, you go treat that again, and there's more compensation, so finally you have chronic lower back pain. What we do here is not only do we fix the problem, not the symptoms, but the problem that's causing the symptoms, and then we have things set up in place so that we can also fix those compensations, doing corrective exercises, uh, corrective therapies, everything from massage to functional training. We have a huge Pilates program here, which is all about aligning the body, acupuncture, and physical therapy. Okay, let me let me go to acupuncture and let me let me go to to, uh, to Christo. We are here in Los Angeles, and acupuncture and chiropractic and these kinds of things are norm here. Most everyone knows them. Most everyone uses them. What do you tell someone where I live in a little tiny county up in the hills of North Carolina? What do you tell someone at first? For example, why are you putting all those needles in me? What is this supposed to do? And don't needles hurt when you stick them in me? That's a good question, actually. You know, a lot of times people are scared of acupuncture because of the needles. Obviously, that usually is the ice that we have to break. But um, what I usually tell people is, yeah, you know, needles are invasive and sometimes they will cause a little bit of pain. Um, but for the most part, we put them in major muscles where there aren't that many nerves surrounding them. So that there isn't that much pain. When I, what I tell and how I explain to most patients about acupuncture is I literally say, you know, the body needs to be balanced. When it's not balanced, obviously that's the, uh, that's the breeding ground for pathology. So what we try to do is balance the body through hormones, through um, breathing, through blood work, um, through all types of um, anatomical um, mobility, that kind of stuff. So uh, let me ask a question here, uh, Christo, since it's with you. Uh, is I want to stay focused on for people who are used to paying money when they get sick mm -hmm. or in the age of HMOs, health maintenance organizations, trying to stay well. Uh, how does that work, acupuncture or chiropractic, when you are trying to stay well and not spend this trillions of dollars uh, on health care? That's a, a that's an amazing question. Um, a lot of uh, health a lot of health plans now do cover acupuncture and chiropractic care. Um, however, oh, really, I did, wow, that opens my eyes. I had no idea. However, um, we do offer um, affordable packages and that kind of stuff to allow people to come in and get sustainable treatment. So wait, wait a minute. I'm I'm cutting off on purpose here. People are starting to recognize acupuncture and chiropractic as a valid form of servicing the body and the health care for the body. They've actually Dr. found Eric. they've actually found that acupuncture and chiropractor are a cheaper form, right, of care. Look what's going on with the opioid 
epidemic right now. That's because they're prescribing so much medication. People had back pain or there was an athlete who had a back pain, a 12-year-old, and he ends up becoming a heroin addict um, when they could have gotten chiropractic care, which is no drugs, no surgery, non-invasive, acupuncture, also the same thing, and it solves the problem at a cheaper level without toxins and all that evasive stuff that's there. Acupuncture has been around for thousands of years, <laughs> and if it didn't work, I think it wouldn't be around. Amen. There's a time and a place for everything, right? If, if your leg is severed, don't go to the acupuncturist. <laughs> but for most of the muscular skeletal conditions that go on, that's what's really great for a chiropractor. For most of some energy things, for a bio, um, gastric Gastro. things... Um, headaches, all this. There's there's great alternative ways where you don't have to put drugs into your system. It really is pretty quick and it's pretty painless, and you're actually taking care of yourself instead of harming it with other things. So, what for somebody our age, cholesterol is an issue, uh, high blood pressure. Are there ways to uh, fight or maintain uh, those kinds of problems in our uh, people that might be listening to this webcast uh, to through acupuncture or chiropractic. Absolutely. I mean, we definitely use herbal products that are very cost effective. They'll probably be a lot cost. They'll probably be a lot more cost effective than pharmaceuticals or any other types of Western medicine. Um, we do a we do a, a an assessive diagnosis on the condition. We prescribe you know specific herbs for that condition, and um, we see some really good success. Well, how did they come up with aspirin or any of these drugs? Because what, how they did was they were in the Amazon and they saw that these people were putting tree bark on something and they just found the active ingredient of it. So and in other cultures, people were living to 125. Right. So, so what all the natural stuff that the acupuncturists or we can offer is really a root of that, but just not as strong and not as toxic. There's something I want to add here. You know, maybe when those statistics, when everyone was spending $147 a year, there wasn't healthcare available to them and they died a lot sooner. Right. Now that it's available, the problem is that we've got a bunch of people who never took care of themselves before. So people in you guys' age, I'm 53, so I'm close behind, <laughs> but the people in you guys' age um, now have an opportunity to take care of yourself if you can get into the habits of that, getting adjusted on a regular basis, senior chiropractor once a, uh, senior acupuncturist once a month, are all ways where you can maintain your wellness and keep yourself, prevent yourself from getting sick. So the body wants to be healthy, and once you are healthy, that's the whole idea of HMOs, stay healthy. And you could stay healthy through uh, something else than, rather than chemicals, chiropractic and, and acupuncture. If you cut your finger, it heals itself. If you get a cold, it heals itself. The body is always regenerating towards health. You need to help it along. Sometimes, of course, as we get older, we slow down, so it's not going at the speed that we want. And sometimes in the healing process, it doesn't necessarily heal right. So with getting, if you were in a car accident, you have neck pain, yeah, the pain's going to go away, and then you're going to go, oh, my, it's never gonna, my neck's never been the same. But if we put things into alignment, it helps the body heal properly. Same thing goes along with acupuncture. And these two things are easy ways where you can have a longevity and an easy way to health without having to go through a lot of drugs and surgeries. So how do you in your practice, and I don't care who starts first, how do you interface with a Western physician? 
Uh, we work very closely with the Western Magician. Again, I think there's a time and a place for everything. If I'm in the middle of the road of two pieces, don't send me to the chiropractor. I need drugs and surgery. So there, when someone comes in with something, it, 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 there's a time and a place for everything, and I want to make sure that I have the right people on my staff and in my Rolodex that I can refer people to. We actually have a medical doctor next door, and I say they're the medicine part of medicine. If you need drugs, we'll send you there. And we're the physical part of medicine. We'll take care of all the other problems that you have. So we work closely with them in, in all capacities. And, and I now, especially in LA, I think there's a lot more openness to chiropractic, sending people to an acupuncturist, to solve problems than maybe in some other places. You know, it used to be that if you were fat, you were rich, right? And <laughs> now the world is changing because it used to be. Now the world has changed. We've kind of a whole different shift because when you're older and you're in shape, that means you're rich. You're able to take care of yourself. And that's because older populations now have some money and some ability and we have the whole fitness thing in ourselves, in our, in our scope. So even though you may not be into taking care of yourself right now, you're, you're, you're someone who hasn't got into the habit, it's not too late to take on any of these things. I, I, I actually was, was treated uh, by, by Christo, my son, and the first thing he said to me was, you should get some blood work done so I will know how to deal with you, treat you. So, Christo, talk a little about that, because mm -hmm. I think for our people, that's interesting to know, it will allay some of their fears about going to... You, you kinds of and, and, and before you do, I mean, we really want to emphasize this issue that it's not one or the other. It's both, and exactly. how to include all exactly. of it in a good health maintenance exactly. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, situation. Yeah. Go, go oh, yeah. We, we definitely work hand-in-hand -hand with physicians. We love when people go get imaging, you know, x-rays, MRIs, blood work. That just helps us, you know, Further the diagnosis, helps us with our treatment plans, gives us a heads up to what we're looking for. Um, I think we work well with Western medicine. Um, I work, we work really well with the gastrointestinal people. Um, they, they refer us a lot of people because, you know, GI doctors, there's a lot of mystery. And obviously acupuncture, that being around a thousand years, we've seen a lot of success with gastrointestinal issues. IBS, all those other issues. Mm -hmm. I want to jump in and say something that might be a more of a history thing. When chiropractic was being formed, the AMA was being formed, and the AMA, American Medical Association, decided you're either going to join us or we're going to get rid of you. And they really, this is in the early 1900s, they really made it part of their creed that if anybody, because the chiropractors don't believe, didn't at that time believe in medication. They didn't want to put any toxins in the body. They thought the nervous system, if it's free, then the body will heal itself. So they weren't going to join this, you know, thing with dealing with drugs and all the pharmacology stuff. So the AMA put it in their creed that if you were talk, caught talking to a chiropractor, having lunch with a chiropractor, anything, you would lose your license. And then if a hospital had a chiropractor, they would also lose their accreditation because they real. gave hospital I mean, accreditation. You're, you're, wow, this is serious. This is serious. So, of course, acupuncturists were also not joining the AMA. <laughs> so we were all on the outside because they, they wanted all the power. They had the science, blah, blah, blah. Granted, at that time, chiropractor didn't do a lot of science. And so as the years went by, imagine how many years you would go to your medical doctor and say, oh, I saw this chiropractor, and they say, oh, they're a quack. Finally, in 1972, the chiropractors got their stuff together and they sued the AMA for antitrust. And in 1992, they won. And I believe it was in 19, 
I, my dates might be a little off. In 1998, that they, the American Medical Association had to do whatever they had to do to say, you know, chiropractors are good. So this is the mentality for so long. When you're asking, is it one or the other? This is why when people go to a, a, a medical doctor, especially in maybe some other place, where they may go, oh, you don't want to see a chiropractor. I don't believe in that. What's there not to believe in? If it works, if people are getting value from it, if it's harmless, why not try it? Right. So especially when I talk to my mother and I say, you know, here's what you need to do. She's like, well, that's not what the doctor said, so I'm not doing that. I'm like, but, <laughs> but I am a doctor and I think I know what's going on here. So, but definitely she's from an older school. They never exercise. She's never exercised. She still doesn't exercise. And these things are starting to catch up with her because she hasn't taken care of her body in a yeah. way. Yeah. You know, if you kept your spine um, by getting adjusted, it keeps it limber and mobile, then she would have less of the back problems and the knee problems that she's having. But so you, it is a matter of saying, I'm going to take care of myself and doing the things. It's not easy to run every day or walk every day or go swim in a pool every day. But these, you, you can't, your body's like a machine or a car. You can't just drive it and then hope it lasts. You got to take care of it. Right. And if you, same thing with your body. If you just use it till it breaks down, it'll probably break you, down. You hinted at something there that I experienced personally. And I don't know what a long story, but one Christmas, I don't know, not in 89, 90, around there, I went to get out of a chair and couldn't. And my back was done. And I was racing bicycles. I was doing a lot of bike, And I wasn't stretching. And it ended up, uh, you know, a muscle in my body, the hip flexor, pulled the um, pelvis out of shape. And the erectors in the back were trying to pull the pelvis back into shape, and they got tired and stopped and said, "You go do what you got to do. We'll be here when you get finished." <laughs> so, but I, that was one. I had serious chiropractic. A little guy climbed all over the table in my body and reached in to play the way. What are you doing? But he worked it out. So the body is connected. And Christo, that when. One of the things that people look at with uh, acupuncture is that you've got a problem, you've got a headache, so you put pins in the foot, and that, that's how the body is so connected. How, did, how you, you learn all those points, and how do you explain that to someone who doesn't understand? Essentially what happens is the way that, the way that these acupuncturists figure this stuff out is they did things that they call distal imaging um, and homologous structure. A distal image is essentially putting another body part on another body part. So the reason why we can get um, results for putting, let's say, needles in the foot for a headache is because we image the whole face, the whole head on the, body, on, on, on the foot. And based on that, we balance meridians. Um, and that's kind of how it works. Um, we can also... Talk about meridians for a second because it's a, it's a term not familiar to our audience. Okay. Meridians... It, it's a, an easy way to think about meridians is they're three-dimensional objects that run all over the body that go through muscle, they go through organs, they go through bones, they go through everything. They're not these imaginary lines that you might see on an acupuncture mannequin or an acupuncture, you know, quote-unquote dummy. Um, they are deep within the body and they travel throughout all the organ systems. 
And that's what meridians really are. Okay. I want to throw in something. For acupuncture, there's an energy in the body. We can't deny that energy. Absolutely. I mean, we're alive for some reason, and we keep regenerating ourselves, and we cut our finger. And acupuncture can rechannel those energies so that it can heal something or take the energy away, away if it has too much going towards it. Right. And, and when they can steer that energy of the body in certain ways, there's a faster healing, there's a less pain, there's better digestion, all these other things that it's not even being addressed in normal Western medicine, the energies of the body, because that's the body taking control and healing as it needs. Our healthcare system, of course, is a fee-for-paid system, and it's a it's a for-profit system. So they don't want to pay for you for to do anything. They don't want you to use healthcare. They don't want to use your insurance, and that's where it gets really complicated and really tricky for the consumer. Really, the only time they want you to see an acupuncture or a chiropractor or anybody is if you have a problem. They don't want to keep you well. They're not paying to keep you well. There has to be a medical problem, and that's where it gets a little complicated. Let me ask you a direct question then. For example, I, I twist my shoulder and do something, and I come to you and you fix it. And you say, you know, Peter, because of what you do, you should come to me once every six weeks. And I say, okay, will my insurance cover those costs for those visits continually, or will they not? And the reason I'm asking, not money-wise, but I'm asking philosophically, in other words, you're going to keep me healthy. Why wouldn't, I, why wouldn't I get paid for that as opposed to me being not healthy and paying four times what I would normally pay you to keep me healthy? You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's the backward philosophy of it, and that's what I think we want to cut through here. Yes, we need to reduce our costs. Yes, we need to take control of our lives. But yes, we also need to be aware of the philosophy behind this that keeps us where we are. Then you're absolutely right. They're not going to pay for you to stay well. They don't care. They're very, and you, you've heard story after story, people cut off three fingers, they'll pay to cut, you know, attach two. It's not about you. They're not even there for your health. And I'm just being honest, yeah, you know, they are yeah. there just to make money. Right. And they're going to think of every way they can not to spend the money they're collecting in premiums and all that stuff. So you, most chiropractors, acupuncturists, what we hear offer a wellness package where you can get a monthly treatment or whatever at a very low cost and it's, it's very affordable. So it's not that out of reach for you to take care of yourself. But as far as your health care paying for it, I wouldn't count on it. Tell me, Christo, I walk in, you don't know me right now. I walk into your office and I say, I've heard about acupuncture and I have this wrong with me, something that you're going to What are you going to do to me? What's going to happen to me? And how am I going to feel? Because I think for a lot of the people who are listening to this, they want to know that. What are they going to experience walking into your office? You know, that's interesting. Um... I would say most people who walk into my office um, are, first of all, very intimidated by acupuncture. So <laughs> there's a little bit of ice breaking. And essentially what we do is when they come in, we talk to them about how acupuncture works. We bring them into the room. We then, we then, give them, um, we then talk to them and give them a diagnosis. And after the diagnosis, you know, we talk about treatment, you know, different modalities of what we do. You know, acupuncture, cupping, gua sha herbal medicine, all this other stuff, to try to keep them, I guess, at ease, so to say. Yeah, and then what we do is, after they come in, we talk a little bit, then we proceed with what I think, or whatever, whatever we discuss, is the best procedure. And you would say similar to that, Dr. Eric, would that be pretty much what you would do? Yeah, I want to let them know what chiropractic is about, how I can help. I'll hear your problem first, 
physical only. <laughs> and then, <laughs> that's too bad because I don't have to that <laughs> And then I'll, I'll turn around and let you know what, how the concepts of chiropractic can help you with your issue. There's a structural problem. That's what we deal with. If you go to the medical doctor, you're going to get medicine. That, you know, if you have a deficiency in a hormone that causes dry skin, there's a pill for that. But there's not, you don't have a deficiency that's causing lower back pain. There's a structural problem. And that's what we do. And as I tie all these pieces together, then it seems to create some um, ease in what comes next, which is the adjustments. That is kind of important, just like you have to create a rapport with your medical doctor. You've got to create a rapport, you should create a rapport with anybody that's going to work on your body. So that, like you were saying, and let me, when you were talking, Krista, I remember you, I don't know how many years ago it was, you did some acupuncture treatment on me just as a, a test. And while we were talking, I said, all right, when are you going to put the pins in? He said, I've already got two. So <laughs> you, you literally don't have to feel it if the person is, is uh, well at what they're good at what they do. I, I know we're going to wrap up in a minute, Bill, but before I do, let these guys make a living. So, Dr. give us a little uh, pitch for your practice here. I know you guys work in the same practice, but give us a pitch and tell us where you are, what you do, and how you can help. Uh, we are located in the center of West Hollywood, California, right in the heart of it all. And we're a, we're a wellness center we're a complete, where we take a look at the complete body. You come in with problem A and we go, oh, you need to see the acupuncturist for that. Some chiropractic will help. I think acupuncture might be a better place to go. We have physical therapists. If you're if you're in a car accident, you might have some neck pain, but your thumb went back, you gotta see the physical. So we work together as a whole to get the body well, and we're looking at the body as a whole. When you go to the surgeon, they think surgery. When you go to the medical doctor who deals with the drugs, they go, oh, I know how to fix that with drugs. And here, we've got a bunch of practitioners where we all work together, and we also peek into each other's uh, specialties so that we can help the body. We're a physical, I say we're a physical practice. We do things to get people better. There's no crystals, not that there's anything wrong with that. There's no crystals or woo-woo chants or anything here. There's no chants? No chants. That lets Bill out. Except maybe please pay. Please pay. Um, and we, we, I think what makes this place different than most places is that we all do work together. We look at the body as a whole and we're committed to getting everybody well and as we say, back to total health, better than well. Give me the name of the practice. Name of the practice is Back to Total Health. And give me the website so people can go to it. It's www.backtototalhealth.com. So, if, let me quickly, if I'm in North Carolina or Chicago or Columbus, Ohio, can I still gain from talking with you through your website? Or is there information there that we can learn something that will help me even... Uh, a thousand miles away from your store. I, I, I hate to say this, but yes. <laughs> and here's, he's still pigeon. <laughs> here is the here is what I tell most people. If most people would stretch, I'd be out of a job. And on my website are the most important stretches you need to be doing. 
And most of the time when I run into a patient on the street, they say, oh, Dr. Eric, I don't have to come to see you anymore because I've been doing the stretches you taught me. And even that injury you just talked about, if you have been stretching... <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I do now. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, yes, there's some great stretches on there, some great information on there. Um, that will really that, that if you live in the middle of nowhere, you could be doing those stretches. You'll probably take yourself out of back pain or neck pain. And Christo, same with you. Your website has valuable information. Absolutely, originalbreath.com. Absolutely, originalbreath.com. So again, what we are talking about here that in the Western world they call it alternative medicine. In the rest of the world, it's called medicine. <laughs> and uh, what we're talking about is a way we're spending. What was that number? $3.4 trillion a year on healthcare costs. Staggering number. That's still hard to believe for In a country of only 330 million people, we're spending $3.4 trillion for medical costs. And that's up nine times from what it was, even adjusting for inflation. It's up nine times from what it was just two generations ago. So we're not asking you to, to go to a doctor and get some pills or go to uh, Christo or Dr. Eric to get uh, treatment for chiropractic or uh, acupuncture. We're asking you to include all of that in your medical care and uh, take care of your body. Your body's a complex thing and uh, you need to take care of it and know what it's asking you for and not just pour a pill or a, a, a syrup or <laughs> something in there or a fifth. <laughs> just, just, that's just, the next podcast. Not just, <laughs> not just pour chemicals into your body to leave yourself a pain. Listen to what your body's saying and treat it for what it needs. Take care of each other. Respect each other. I'm Bill Wood. I'm Peter Goldsmith. Peace.